0: Bald and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene, know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts,
1: Kathy Tate and Daisy Papp. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another
2: episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Cathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from Australia. With me, as always, is
1: your co host from the Florida Keys, Daisy Papp. Hi, Daisy. Hello, Cathy, my dear friend. Great to see you. Great to record another episode. It certainly is, number 97, and we've hit 66 countries, Daisy. How amazing is that? It is fabulous, (laughs) fabulous, and 67, here it comes. I'm curious which one will be the 67th. It is exciting to see which ones pop up. Yeah. Today, Daisy, I
2: want to talk about something I think is super important and might be a bit of a lost skill, critical thinking, I think it's a really important subject to discuss so we can look at the world around us and
1: analyze it and make our minds up as to what's going on without just simply believing what we're told.
0: What do you think? I think it is a very important discussion to have. And I can see that there is a lack of critical thinking in the majority of areas around the globe, because we are so much relying on others that will tell us what to do and what to think. And that is quite dangerous, I believe, in regards of we're giving our power away. Of course, that already starts in school, even before. It starts with kindergarten, preschool, first grade, and so forth, because children, I do believe, come into this world as curious little beings and they want to discover and they want to understand, they want to find out how something works, they want to observe, they want to see, aha, so now I do it this way and then it works. And when I do it the other way around, then it doesn't work. So that is also very important to gain experience and only through experience, then can we evaluate if something is for me or not for me. And I believe this is the basis for later on having the ability to critical thinking. And another aspect, I believe, is a lack of healthy role models that show standards in morals, because even then, with a lower ability of critical thinking, it is more likely that they still do the right thing. Mm.
2: When I look at the world today and correct me if I'm wrong but my sense is that they've got so many people stuck in fear which puts us in our reptilian brain and shuts off our access to our creativity is that correct Yes I say so So in order to get ourselves out of this fear I think critical thinking is a great skill to help us remove ourselves from the fear and actually get the information and be able to analyse it for ourselves, it may not remove all the fear, but it does reduce some of it because at least now you're not in the dark. You have some knowledge and some understanding of what might be going on and so you can make better decisions when you're armed with that knowledge.
0: I can see your point. I don't believe that it is really helpful getting out of the fear. And here's the reason why. Facing evidence or facing facts can be so scary. That is a main reason why humans nowadays don't even want to have a look.
2: I know, but isn't that just being an
0: ostrich and sticking your head in the sand? An ostrich sticks its head in the sand. You know why? You're in Australia. You know why? Do you?
2: Well, we don't have ostriches. We have emus. I don't know if they do it too. Oh, you have the real thing or just a saying? I don't know, but (laughs) it's definitely a saying.
0: (laughs) Yes. An ostrich puts the head in the sand to notice, to hear vibration in the soil if something or someone is approaching. Hmm? Oh, that's super interesting.
1: Ruins the analogy though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah. interesting. hmm? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I believe it goes step by step when we are gaining information and collecting facts. Now, question is, those who start collecting facts, because they may question, because they are critically thinking, they may find things that they cannot be sure of if they are facts at all. At the end. So, due to an overflow of media, and I blame the media, I truly do, I rarely do, but the media I do blame because, due to the lack of morals and ethics, false information spreading, over dramatizing, because of that hunger for drama and excitement, and who has the worst story around the block in the media world. That is only feeding the fear. When we are, as you said already in the beginning, when we are fearful, then our creative parts and pieces in the brain shut off because we are in survival mode. When we are in survival mode, then it's about survival. It's not about, okay, let me get some more facts. Is that really red or is it maybe a little brownish? It doesn't make sense when we are in survival mode. Now, there is nevertheless a prerequisite Something that happened before we already totally lose critical thinking. When we have little social contacts, little healthy social contacts, where there is a discourse going on, where there is a discussion going on, where we can exchange ideas, where we can maybe even argue, not by fighting, but having an argument, hmm? Because we are lacking that, or the majority of humans lack that, and most humans feel lonely, therefore already disconnected, they're more likely to follow the lead, whatever the lead might be. That, on the other hand, that already had a prerequisite, which was the lack of meaning. The majority of humans, they made a study, I think it is from 2015, maybe 2016, where they were asking randomly humans how satisfied are they and if they see meaning in their work and over 60% said no wow now when we don't have meaning in our lives that feeds the loneliness because ah oh, yeah why whatever okay so it's very easy to mislead or being misled when we're in that state of not seeing value what we're doing. And when now let's say there's a group of people coming together that don't really feel that their life has a meaning, their work has a meaning, they are coexisting other humans. So we're clearly not living up to our potential. Now, when we combine these components, there is no reason for critical thinking because it doesn't matter anyways. So in order to make shifts, and inspire others to critical thinking. I believe the first thing that we can offer is that there's meaning to it, that it's meaningful. Because unless it's meaningful, then why bother? That's my humble thought on this.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I do believe that the last couple of years have really revealed how many people there really are in the world that don't feel like they have a purpose or that they have meaning in their life. And maybe it takes such a huge event to wake people up and force them to evaluate what's important to them. And I guess even doing that in a way is critical thinking, isn't it? It's the self-awareness and the analysis and the self-inventory of you know, what our values are and how important they are to us. And are we living the life that achieves that?
0: I'm not sure if that is going to feed the critical thinking. I really believe that meaning is going to inspire. When we can inspire humans that there is value in them being around, their existence already is valuable. Mm? When we then as a group maybe have a look at some facts and start interacting with one another peacefully, respectfully and having a discussion that is meaningful. Yeah. Maybe then the curiosity awakens again to look further. I admit over the past two years, I've seen things I never wanted to see because I wanted to know facts and I looked at many aspects and not only the two sides of a coin. Hmm? But I really wanted to see, okay, how can I put the dots together? There's so much information. Okay, so this doesn't make sense. So what might be behind that? This does make more sense. So what is behind that? And then really looking in a broad spectrum and then weighing it. Okay, so is that logical? Is that rational? Does it make sense? And then cui bono? Very important. Who benefits latin who benefits i do believe when we inspire humans to just think about it for a moment qui bono who benefits that might awaken curiosity and that then automatically naturally as a consequence will generate a basic level of critical thinking now sadly i must say to me it said To observe that the school systems that I see, the most of them that I'm working with and that I'm around, they are not supporting critical thinking. They are training children to fit into the system. Critical thinking is not really appreciated, nor is it encouraged. And here we are.
2: I have to say, I think
0: it's the same
2: here. Even as far back as when I was at school, it wasn't until I went to university in my twenties, that I was introduced to the idea of having to critically think and write an essay and analyze. And so that didn't appear in any of my schooling until I went to a tertiary level of education. I think over there you call it college. But yeah, that is a big problem in our education system. Certainly in
1: the English education system. I'm not sure what other countries around the
0: world is like. The countries I looked into, and there are more than a handful that I'm working with, it is very much the same. And what I hear from humans who I work with and have children in other countries that I'm not directly working with teachers or parents or with the school system, it seems very much very similar. Now, Mm. self-critical thinking, I put the self there in front because it also means to me that I can question myself.
1: Yes, now that's what I was trying to get at a minute ago.
0: Well, but when we are trained in the system and those succeed who are most adjusting to the system, meaning punishment or reward, you do it this way. Don't ask questions. When I ask you two plus two, what is it? Then don't tell me four oranges. So not even creativity in most schools is not wanted, it's not appreciated, which again suppresses critical thinking. So critical thinking is a symptom, I believe, a consequence of specific basic aspects that must fit and must be present and then critical thinking will be the result of that. That's how I see it today.
2: That's interesting. So for our listeners out there who have children, what can they do to help encourage and teach their kids how to think this way for themselves? Because I think our role as parents is so important and we can't rely
1: on the education system to do that for us. Well, be a role model.
0: Show them that you are a critical thinker. Children don't learn by you tell them. They learn by observation and then they copy, imitate. Be a critical thinker for yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, go to the roots. Where did you lose it? Go to the roots. And when you fix what happened back then there why you stop thinking critically, because maybe somebody laughed at you or you were standing in front of class and you had a great idea or so you thought, but the rest of the classroom thought it was ridiculous and then they laughed at you and maybe then you made a decision. Okay, so I'm not going to speak up about my ideas or fantasies or creative thoughts anymore. Go back to the roots, fix them. When you remove the roadblock, then the traffic will flow. It's that easy. You know,
1: I think that's a really good example. I'm quite convinced that's happened
2: to a lot of people where they're ridiculed. And it happened to me. And for years, I had such a fear of getting up and speaking in front of people, all because of what happened at school when I was quite young and being ridiculed. At that age, I think it really has a giant impact in more ways than one and then can result in this fear of speaking out because you'll be shamed again. And that's such a strong tool, I think, that can be used against us. (laughs) And Daisy's nodding here. (laughs) Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. so I think it's super important that we do that, have a look at ourselves and Mm. am I a critical thinker? If I'm not, why? Why am I not doing that? where could that have come from but more importantly let's start let's want to know let's want to look for ourselves let's want to find out for ourselves and just stop blindly believe what we're told hmm. because like the truth is that most of that is lies especially from the legacy media We can no longer trust the legacy media. They are biased. They're only giving us one side of the conversation and that is not critical thinking. It's almost like journalism's becoming a lost skill. Mm
1: -hmm. Luckily,
2: we have some amazing independent media around the world now leading the charge where we used to rely on mainstream media for Mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. I truly don't believe we can do that anymore. And so Mm -hmm. I've stopped watching it like... Well, quite a while ago. Me too. And my friends have to tell me what's been announced because I just don't even turn it on or read newspapers, don't listen to the radio, don't do any of those things Mm -hmm. that once upon a time I would have done to get information. Now I make a point of trying to find
1: alternate sources that haven't been compromised, let's say.
0: And even that is worthwhile checking. Yes, yes. Because infiltrations do happen. They do. So I believe the point is to start with ask a question What if I'd look a little bit around? What if? Because that's not dangerous. When I say, Oh, I'm going to now look and follow, let's say, somebody who is a journalist and writing in an alternative outlet, I like to call them the new media. And then Oftentimes they are stigmatized, they are they're branded, like, oh don't no, no, this is really bad and this is horrible and you cannot read that. Well, what if you'd have a peek? Because that already gives you an inspiration. Now, one more very important thought came to my mind. Fear creates irrational thinking and irrational behaviour. And in order to be skeptical and in order to maybe even have a look in an unbiased way to analyze, we must be capable of being rational. That's why fear is in the way. Now, again, I believe asking questions is very healthy. Qui bono? Who benefits when the majority of humans around the globe are in fear? I believe we don't benefit so maybe is there someone else benefiting or is there a political party benefiting or maybe an industry benefiting or maybe some specific humans benefiting from it let's have a look bono? I think that's gold
2: because it really is the point like you're uncovering it's like the root of something Over here, this is going on, but underneath, what is really going on? And like you say, who benefits from it? And if it's not being done for the benefit of the people in that country, then who is benefiting? Mm. And that's a really important question to ask. And the other point, I think, is that we're being told by legacy mainstream media that it is for our benefit but is that the truth? I know that in Australia, that's what they're telling us currently still, that these rules are for our benefit. But then I look at the information that I have found in other countries and studies that have been done and experts that are speaking out. And it's like our government is not even listening. They're not even paying attention. It's like they didn't exist. And that really leads me to question, well, why are they doing that? Who's benefiting from that? And so that's the question I
0: think we should all be asking. Well, I believe there's only two ways. Either they are dread stupid or they benefit. It cannot be another way for me. That's how I think. That doesn't mean this is fact. These are my thoughts that I'm sharing here freely. Now, Critical thinking is self-directed. And whenever someone is trying to direct your thinking, I believe that's the red flag. When someone tells me, yeah, but you must believe in this or you should look that up or you must try this or you must do an experiment with something or participate in experiments. No, I want to know more about it. And when we are self-thinkers, then we will. But when the fear mongering sits above, above it all, then it shuts down. It probably also requires a little bit of self-discipline to have a look. Okay. So I watched the media, the mainstream media, as they call it here. Let's say for the past 20 years, I always watched my channel. What happened to you if for five minutes, once you'd peek in into another channel, what would happen? Is it really a death sentence or deadly threatening? I don't believe so. So try it. Be courageous a little bit. It doesn't mean you have to believe what they're saying. But opinions, I believe, can only establish when I'm looking around. When I don't know that tomatoes exist besides strawberries, then how can I say I don't like tomatoes? When I never tried one, they're both fruits and they're both red.
2: Yeah, I think this has been a super important topic today. I look around the world right now and I want to inspire people to stop having this level of fear and to just step back and do this. Critically think for themselves and search for more information. Go out there and find more sources. Don't just believe everything you're told. I think that is a key
0: to changing our world today. I believe go to a pub or go somewhere where there are a lot of people and start really exchanging your thoughts respectfully, because that is something we didn't do for a while in some areas on this globe. Exchange That doesn't mean because somebody says blue is red, that then they are not allowed to their opinion, their perspective. Fine. But when we start exchanging and then we will also get an outside inspiration to spark, something sparks us, something moves us, something is emotional. I don't know about your grandparents' generation. But I remember in Germany, the elderly, they would meet together several times a week in the evening or Sunday afternoon, or maybe Sunday morning for a brunch, or they would meet to play cards. And then they spoke about politics. They spoke about the weather. They spoke about farming. They spoke about what is great, what is new. And they were exchanging. Therefore, they were offered more than one opinion. Only then, when we are offered options, can we then maybe also go into a creative thinking meaning, ah, so blue is this and red means that, then what am I going to do? Because when I mix the two, I get purple. Painters out there, they know, (laughs) or children (laughs) know it especially, because they know how to mix colors and they do it wonderfully. So I believe that it's very important that we connect again, human to human, regional, not only online in a chat here and there, Because it's somewhat empty. Of course, I'm exchanging a lot over the internet as well because I'm connected around the world. Nevertheless, the face-to-face is wonderful with you, Kathy. And besides us recording podcasts where we see one another, we also meet and over video calls because you're not around the corner, right? We meet face-to-face and I see your expression and we brainstorm constructively. Now that's the key. Only because someone else has a different opinion, I can, again, maybe ask a question. So why is it that you think that? Go after it. What's their reasoning? What are maybe facts they know that you are not even aware of they exist? Exchange. Exchange is very healthy, I believe.
2: I love that. I love it. That's a great thought to end the episode on, I think, and to encourage and inspire all of you out there to get out there into your communities. And let's
1: start talking to each other again with respect and understanding, of
0: course. Yes. And be skeptical. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And when someone says something, ask them, what's your definition? Because maybe the word you hear is very much to your disliking. But maybe their definition is very different from yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point tonight too. I believe before we become critical thinkers, we need to become human again, very human. Making human interactions, human activities, laughter, cry together, hug one another. And yeah. maybe this is a great topic for our salon talk where we speak more freely and discuss our brainstorms with specific examples, because in this platform, we are not providing that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's it for today. It's been a really good conversation about critical thinking. We hope it's inspired you to look at your own thinking patterns and be a role model within your family and your community, because we certainly need more of those. And we want to encourage and inspire all of you to take your power back so that you don't feel so helpless and you're not lost in fear. And I think that all of these tools that we talk about all help do that, take your power back and be an empowered, critical thinking individual who has a purpose and has a role We all have a purpose and a role. It doesn't matter how small it is. Every single
1: one of us on this planet is important. And I do believe we're all here
0: for a reason as well. Certainly, I believe so too. And life is a gift. And when we start asking questions, and even something that's here in the US, rather considered very superficial. Hi, how are you? Hmm? Listen, ask. Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are your feet doing? How's your back? How's your neck? Feeling. Feeling again. Get out of solely thinking mode. Feel. You're alive. And ask questions like, okay, what if I'd open up and listen to someone else's opinion? What if? And what if, because what's the worst case happening you gain some information that is not so relevant for you. But in best case scenario, you gain some information that might inspire you. And that by itself already is meaningful, I believe. Let's go back to the basics.
1: hundred percent. Well, guys out there, if you have enjoyed
2: this episode, please share with your family and friends. We love to expand our audience every week. We love to add new countries. We can't wait to see who will be next. We appreciate all of you and we appreciate your support. So please go over to baldandblonde.live, check out our website, it's a brand new look, and there's a support us page where we would love you to join our VIP club and you can get access to our special salon talk videos which expand on our topics, use real-life examples and go deeper into all of these subjects. And it's just for you guys, our regular supporters, to show you that we appreciate you. So that's it from us today. Any final words
0: for our audience, Daisy? I wish you much love. Love is the answer. I think so. When humans start feeling loved, yeah, they feel that it's meaningful, then they will find meaning in their lives. Yeah. I wish you much love.
2: Love and connection, I believe, too, is a very big part of how we evolve
1: positively going forward as the human race.
0: Yeah, one human family. There you go. Yes. Thank you so much for your support. And really, as little as one dollar already helps us to continue bringing these awesome episodes to you. We so much enjoy recording them for you. And we so much enjoy your feedback. It's really precious to us. And in order to be able to continue doing this ad-free, we appreciate your help. Thank you.
1: That's it from us today. We'll see you soon for another episode.
0: We are bold and blonde. Mindset evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution Podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group, where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website, where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get more value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.